0: All right, so this is um, this is the Surprise Lake Middle School Principals Office for a podcast about uh, sitting down with one of our teachers, and um, today we have the super fantastic uh, Mrs. Sandlin. and um, she has actually never listened to a podcast. I'm gonna throw her under the bus right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> Thank um, you, Mr. Bettis. So I know that once she listens to this one, she'll she'll want to go and listen to everybody else's and see how amazing people like Mr. Ross or Mr. Harlow are. So, again, we have, uh, actually, uh, first question. Introduce yourself, your background, and the time in our district.
1: So, um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Miss Stanlin. This is my first year in the district as a teacher, though I was here over 20 years ago as a student. I um, started my career down at Milton Elementary before they divided it up and then went here to Surprise Lake when it was... Wait,
0: Milton, that was Endeavor, right? Yeah,
1: which is now Endeavor. And um, Mr. Ross was my sister's fourth grade teacher at Milton Elementary and then um, I went here at Surprise Lake Middle School back in the late 80s when it was 6th, 7th, and 8th grade and then went to Fife High School and graduated Fife in 1995. So now many of you are probably figuring out how old I am based off of that.
0: And it's about 29 for those that don't want to do the math.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Bettis. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, A little bit of background for me. This is only my – I just finished my fifth year of teaching. Um, I waited until my kids were in full-time school before I went back and got my teaching cert. But before I did that, I served in the military. I was in the Navy for six years. Um, Many of our kids saw me do a presentation about being a veteran for Veterans Day. But it's a big part of who I was. I went in at 20 and got out about 26 um, which is crazy to think that was 15 years ago. So I've been out wow. longer now than I was in. Um, had two boys in while I was in the Navy. One just graduated high school, and my from um, Puyallup High School. And my other one is going to be a 10th grader. Uh, wow. Makes me feel old.
0: So you, must doing the math, you were 11 at that time, right? Yep.
1: <laughs> when I had kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope not. No. 23 and 26 Oh, when I okay. Had my that kids. sounds
0: better. All right. Now we can really figure out the math to figure out how old you are. You uh, thought, by the way, I loved that. That was so cool, that Veterans Day assembly that you did. And I mean, I actually watched the video on the drive home one time, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was crying. So, uh, you know what? I, I, don't I know. watch
1: it now, and I get teary-eyed still. And mm-hmm. it it's crazy because I just talked about my son graduating um, from high school, but he also is joining the service, and he leaves for boot camp on August 14th. So in two months, he leaves. And um, they recognized those students that are those seniors this last weekend at his graduation who were going in the um, armed forces and had them stand up, and they got a standing ovation at the graduation. That's pretty cool. And for me, it brought tears to my eyes, not only as a proud mom, but also as a veteran myself. And, and so that was really emotional for that as well. It hits me at weird times being a veteran. Oh, wow,
0: no fooling. Yeah. No fo- you know what? You... you you've, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, I, I don't know if I should say that. But I think that one of the two most honorable professions that people can aspire to do is being a teacher and being in the military. And I go, man, you, you got both of them under your belt. So, okay. Well, we're like three minutes in or three and a half minutes in and we're only past question one. question one, one so. yeah. But that's all right. This is fun. Uh, when did you decide to work in education?
1: Um, Probably not until my early 30s or mid 30s. Um. I went into the service, and then I had my kids, and then I was wanting to do something where I had the same schedule as my kids. I've always enjoyed um, being physically active. I played soccer and softball to track. I've always been very active, and I've always enjoyed um, trying to help others be active in whatever activity they're doing, either in coaching or um, just helping at the gym. And so I was like, what can I do that can combine those? And that's when I decided to be a teacher. So it wasn't until I had both my kids and I was in my mid-30s before I really felt, okay, maybe I'll be a teacher. Thought I wanted to be a nurse, thought I wanted to be a firefighter. I thought several things, but it probably wasn't until my mid-30s. Cool. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: And you were, you always decided you want it because you mentioned like being physically fit, you always decided you want to be a PE teacher?
1: Yeah. That was, I've always been very active. And so that was kind of almost a second nature. Like I never wanted to be in English or math or spelling. I am a horrible speller. I will be the first one to admit that. So some of that stuff. But if I was going to be a teacher, it was always a fitness and health teacher.
0: Little known fact, I was also a PE teacher. Once yes. A I'm proud of that.
1: Shares it all the time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, what is one thing that students uh, that the students would be surprised to find out about you?
1: I, about three years ago, I hiked the Washington portion of the Pacific Crest Trail with my mom.
0: Holy smokes. How many miles is that?
1: I did 350 miles in five weeks. Oh, my goodness. With my mother, just the two of us, wow. carrying a 45-pound pack.
0: That's awesome. That's so incredible.
1: So we started at the Bridge of Gods in the Oregon-Washington border, and we hiked all the way to Stevens Pass. And the only reason I had to get off, I had to come back to work. But, um, yeah, so five weeks, six weeks. Wow,
0: that is so cool. Um, You know, that's another thing about these podcasts, finding stuff like that out. That's really neat. Okay, so uh, what makes a good day at school for you?
1: A good day at school for me is when I have – Good interactions um, with my students um, in every period. And good interactions to me is just making those connections and having those valued conversations with them about doing the right thing and being on task and just being a kid and having those. Um, I think for PE, you know, in physical education, we have kind of a special bond with the kids. It's not your normal, typical classroom. Um, setting with them and so we can build it through other things like um, teamwork or leadership in physical activity and um, so being able to do that with the kids and have just have those daily relationships and if I can have that in every period especially with maybe some of the students that I struggle with at times to have those on a daily basis I think to me is a good day
0: you know what that's you're making me a little jealous right now because that's the thing I miss most about teaching um, is those daily daily like that kid that you you see him grow so much throughout the whole semester you know um, I have great interactions with kids I do as much as I possibly can I'm out and hanging out with kids but there's a difference between that and that daily every every single day and having them so and then it got me jealous uh, <laughs> okay so uh, what's the best thing about being a teacher um, you kind of nailed that on the last one I, I know, don't know how and you're I went up that.
1: And I guess that's the thing is building those relationships with those students. And for me, the main drive also for me wanting to be a fitness and health teacher and middle school, because most people I tell them I teach middle school and they're like, why would you pick middle school and middle school PE? Because they don't smell very good in middle school PE. But to me, the number one reason why I decided to do middle school PE, especially on the girls side, but with both is that's the most awkward time in our life. And that's where kids either learn to love being active or they hate it. And it's based on their PE teacher. And so to me, it's so important for me to be there and for them to feel comfortable. Their bodies are changing and movement is not always kind when our bodies are changing. So if they can be comfortable and feel safe, that is my number one goal. So to me, the best thing about being a teacher or PE teacher is knowing that they feel safe. Like when we got our cards for our teacher appreciation week. I had one of my students say, I love it when your mama bear comes out. And my mama bear only comes out on two occasions when kids are being mean to other people or it's being in an unsafe environment. But I had one of my students say, I love it when your mama bear comes out because <laughs> it makes me feel safe. And so that, to me, kind of brought it all full circle. That's what I love about being a teacher.
0: That is so... Co- you know oh, Man, I'm out of school. The... Um, uh, just being able to, like you... Um, like when you speak, like I, I'm just sitting here listening to you talk, and I go, it comes from a place of passion. Like I go, like that's that's the neatest thing. It's like sitting there, um, your your why, knowing your why you do something, and I go, my goodness, you can clearly articulate that so well. So, props, props to you. That's not a question. That's just. <laughs> Um, okay um, What is the last book That you read
1: <laughs> Okay you just asked me This question a little bit ago And I was a little Embarrassed at first But it was a trashy romance And I honestly do not Remember the name of it Because I get them they all the same li- really Yeah they're are, all they the yeah. same <laughs> They all involve romance And it's stuff that I read because I just need to Have like five minutes Before I go to bed At night Where I can just Decompress And read a book And so it always ends up If it's not a trashy romance Then it's um, A murder mystery that has romance in it, or something like that, but I don't remember the title of the last book that I read.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. You read a lot of those. Uh, your um, ah, now you got. Oh, now I'm losing my the, your your mind. Neural um, education. Um, neural though. education. Yeah, articles. I do read a lot read of that.
1: articles and a lot of them that are on Twitter or um, my good friend posts because she's part of this neural ed kind of movement going on right now and so I do read a lot of articles but that said book so that was a book but I read a lot of articles around neuro ed because to me it's fascinating especially Mm -hmm. now that um, you can kind of put an idea around why the kids act the way they do because if they if they have so their basic needs aren't being met either it be food or shelter or just love and support at home how can they be expected to learn here at school because they can't focus, you yeah. know, and the neuro Ed talks about the brain and how that works, and it's really fascinating, and it makes a lot of sense. Because now I look at these kids with my neural lens instead of a cranky teacher lens.
0: <laughs> you know what? Actually, I and I, I read those when you when you repost those, and mm-hmm. it seems like that. I go, man, that that kind of stuff is really interesting to me, and uh, there's no judgment on your. Um, your romance novels, by the way, like a that's perfectly all right. Like I go because um, you know what? I had actually gone for a while there where I was like reading this education book and then this education book, especially when we were adopting Chromebooks and I was trying to think of the terms of technology. And I went, oh, just slow down. And actually, then I read the uh, um, the um, the Outsiders or the Outliers by. Um, it was a special treat, and it, it was fantastic. It was like a breath of fresh air. So it's it's good to do that kind of stuff. And um, so again, no judgment. And again, no question, I'm just rambling senselessly. Um, all right, and that means we're at like 11 and a half minutes. Uh, what excites you about being in education right now?
1: Um, for me, it's kind of, this is the end of my first year, so I'm starting my second year here at Surprise Lake, and it's exciting for me to be in education right now because I think there's a lot of changes on how we have grown up how we're supposed to teach and how we are having to adapt how we teach to our students so there and part of the neuro ed of what I was talking about is it's always I feel like there's always been a stigma that we have to kind of brick and mortar teach like this is how you teach and that's been taught on and there's changes to that now because we have to adapt to the needs of our kids and that has changed dramatically just in the last couple of years and that's exciting to me It's exciting to see the changes and how we adapt that on a daily basis to our kids because our kids are coming to us with so many different needs now. And it's just the challenge of that on a daily basis and how do we reach them in so many different ways. And especially in physical education because when you talk about adaptive PE, it's not just talking about our special needs kids anymore. It's talking about all of our kids. You know, it's talking about our kids that have ADD or have – Just struggle with sitting down, you know, or ours that are inactive and have weight issues or other issues, you know. That's adapting PE so that they can still be active and be successful. So,
0: man, I like, I love that you just you wrap that back into PE, and I go like the image of a PE teacher that like uh, rolls out a ball, blows a whistle, waits an hour, and then does the same thing like that. Coming hearing the things that come out of your mouth, I go, my goodness, that is how good we have it here at surprise like i'm not and i'm not and um, um i just i go that 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 excites me i go you're absolutely right there are changing needs of our kids and you know what i um are we teaching to our past or are we teaching to their future you know what yeah. i mean and i go the, the world is changing and, and like we could um we could try to fight it and try to do things different or we can uh, just adapt to it i think that that's that's so cool coming from a pe teacher so um, not that there's anything less, I'm, you know. I am a proud PE teacher myself. Um, if you could give one piece of advice, you could probably give a hundred pieces of advice to a student. But if you could just give one, what would you give?
1: I actually just did this. I had a parent ask me to give like a word of advice or something for a student that they'll get when they graduate. So I'm not going to say who the senior, the student's name is. But um, oh, the places,
0: you, oh, the places you go. My wife is doing that for our kids. No, it's oh. just.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the name of the book?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love but, this.
1: Um, but I, I said there are three things. Can I do three? It says one. But it's three things. It's one is stay um, stay true to who you are and always be yourself and don't be afraid to be that person. So stay true to yourself. Number two is always keep your head up and absorb everything around you. Today, right now, we're always in our technology And we miss so much when we're in our Chromebooks or we're in our phones. And so when I say keep your head up, it's just like absorb what's going on around you and be present in the moment Um, because before you know it, it's not there anymore. And now you're graduating high school and then you're graduating college and your parents are going, what the heck happened? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, And then the last one is just to be kind. Um, I think that's the hardest part nowadays with technology has also become a lot more Um, negative things that can happen online and um, and it's just be kind you know Um, I was at my son's ninth grade award ceremony last night and the guest teacher said something about if you see a student sitting alone go and sit with them because I would want the same for you if you were ever sitting alone so don't let don't ever let anyone sit by themselves you know always be kind and care about other people and I think that's very valuable because as you go on in the world I've always had the motto I mean I've had people that have really just frustrated me and angered me but I kill them with kindness because that's that's the nice thing to do Mm. I I I don't even know how really to be mean like in my mind I do but I would never verbally (laughs) you know what I mean it's it's just it's it's how you want to be perceived do you want to be perceived as a kind person or do you want to be perceived as someone no one wants to be around totally and that's kind of how i try to live life by
0: perfect you know what we can count all three of those those are all three rock solid pieces of advice Miss sandlin um all right well hey see that was super simple um and thank you for joining me on this exciting podcast and now you get to go listen to all the rest of them
1: sounds good i look forward to it how many have you done now
0: uh, I think this is seven. Uh, yeah. Our next one
1: is Mr. Darnell.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to go work on Mr. Darnell. I'm going to send this to him. <laughs> you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.